<laughs> Hello everyone! Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Are you doing good? Baruch Hashem. Are you not doing good? Well, really, you're doing good because Hashem thinks you're doing good. Well, he doesn't think you're doing good. He knows you're doing good. And if he doesn't think you're doing good, then the, the whole thing is a big joke. <laughs> How's everyone doing, Baruch Hashem? So today I want to talk about... I want to talk about a little bit of dating, a little bit of important topics. I know people love these topics for some reason. It's so, like, interesting. I want to talk about how to date, you know. So there's an idea that when you date, you're supposed to do it. You know, you're not supposed to go on Instagram DMs and, like, hit up a girl. You're not supposed to go see a girl and, and talk to her on the street. It's not the right way to do things. And I know every, obviously everyone's on different levels, but we should always strive to be better. I'm just telling you what's not right to do. It's not derech tzniut. It's not modest to like look at a girl on the street and go up and start a conversation with her or to see her at a wedding and spark a conversation. I just don't believe it's the right way. I don't. If, if you really have emunah and Hashem, you have to believe that Hashem is going to send me the right one at the right time. Obviously, sometimes, you know, you're at a wedding and your friend's talking to someone and then you're there. And then you guys kind of like get a chance to talk in a way and it's not, you know, it's, it's more normal. And then you can tell your friend, oh, I like that girl. Tell me a little bit about her. Maybe you can set us up. That's different. That's like a setup and it's more natural. But to just go up to someone, you don't know anything about them. Like the whole idea of dating is to get married. With the, it's, the, it's the purpose of getting married and to build a future together. So if you know nothing about the person and you're just going up to them based on looks, that's great. They could be right for you. But... I don't know. I feel like the girl that I would want to marry, I wouldn't want her to just talk to me. I want her to be a, a, a girl that works on herself and that's Sanua. Obviously, if a girl starts talking to me in the street or something, I'm not going to go, you know, and start pursuing something with her. I don't know anything about her. I don't know where she comes from. I don't know. Zippity do that. Zero. So when it comes to dating, let's just get this straight. You have to date with the purpose and the intention to get married. You have to look for someone to build a future with. Now, how do you look for that? By knowing who you are. How do you know who you are? By looking into yourself, by getting a rabbi to look at you more clear because sometimes we look at ourselves and we judge ourselves a little bit too favorably or a little bit or a little bit not too favorably because of self-esteem and other issues or because of ego. So we have to look at ourselves, know who you are, know what we're looking for. Then you find yourself a matchmaker or you find yourself a person that will set you up. Everyone has different ways of looking at this. Um, me personally, I do not condone dating apps. I think they're a waste of time. I think they're made for hooking up and I think they're made for stuyot. Um, J-Swipe, all of them. They're all just nonsense. It's all like the weird people on there. You know, it's just not, it's not a way to get married. If you want to look to get married and be serious, you have to be serious. What does it mean by being serious? Is put your life together. If you're a guy, make sure you have a good schedule of minyanim and a good, and a good schedule of shiur Torah. And make sure you have a job. I'm not telling you to be rich, but I'm telling you to try to make money. Either by opening up your own business or by trying to work somewhere. And I'm telling you to, guard, to work on guarding your eyes and to stopping to waste it. Whether it be by pornography or by getting with girls. All these things are not... It's not someone that's ready to get married because the whole idea of getting married is marrying one person. And if you're constantly busy with your eyes, basically looking at other women all day or even, God forbid, going out and getting with other women, then how are you going to be happy with one? How are you going to be able to appreciate and look at one girl and tell her she's beautiful and you appreciate her and really focus on her if all day you're basically cheating with your eyes? How is it possible? Even if your wife is gorgeous, you're not going to be able to appreciate her for who she is and how she looks if you're constantly looking at other women. It doesn't make any sense. You have to guard your eyes. You have to watch yourself and you have to stop wasting seed. I know I, I talk about this topic a lot, but wasting seed literally ruins your life. It puts over your soul a black, dark cloud and doesn't allow you to see anything clear whatsoever. Now, when it comes to girls, it's a little bit different. 
but I'm not a girl, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But what I want to say is that if you're a girl, you have to be somewhat ready to get married. I'm not telling you to have it all figured out. I know life is one big picture. I know it's very difficult sometimes to sort things through. But you want to make sure more or less that you're steady. You're on a set path. You more or less know who you want to become and what you grow to. I'm not telling you you have to be super modest. I'm not telling you you have to do I'm not telling you to do anything ever. And I will never tell anyone to do anything. But I'm suggesting that you work on these things because obviously God God decided that we should do them. And if God decided we should do them, that means that it's right. So if God decides for a woman that he wants her to be modest inside and out, and he wants her to make brachot and to make tehillim groups and to help people and to do chesed and to bake challah and whatever a woman has to do and to be a mother and to work if she wants to work, whatever she wants to do in her life. By the way, there's no stigma when it comes to working or not working if you're a guy. Don't look for a girl that works or doesn't work. Look for a girl for who she is. Whatever she does during the day is not your business. Look for a girl for who she is. That's it. She doesn't have to work. She doesn't have to stay home. She doesn't have to do anything. There's no idea of a woman having to be a a mother. Uh, Not a mother, but a stay-at-home mom. There are some women that are very smart and they're very capable to do many, many things in the day. I think most women, if you ask me, are more capable than men are to multitask and to actually have the time to be a mom and to have a job and to run a business. It's very, very possible and doable, but to each their own you know everybody has to know what the, what they what they have to do but more so my concern is not that my concern is people dating with different spiritual levels because it's very nice to date and to have fun when you're single and to go out and to have nice experiences and to go to the city and go to nice steakhouses you know and to go to carvel and starbucks drive through and to go to martha's it's all it's all very fun it's it's nice it's nice from it's nice experiences but tachlis we have to get to the point you know me going out with you on a Thursday night when my week is over and I'm calm and there's no stress and I'm dressed and I'm looking good and I smell good and I look nice and I'm coming out to go on a date with you, that's not reality. Reality is Monday morning, 6 o'clock, the kids are screaming and everything's going nuts and you guys are still there sticking up for each other because you love each other and you're building a, you're building a future, you're building a relationship, you're building a temple, you're building a, a life, a, a, a house in, in the state of Israel, not the state of Israel, but the nation of Israel. This is what the whole goal is. And how do you do that? By seeing if you guys can align together for the future. Talking about important conversations. Yes, it doesn't always have to be important, but it has to be important at the end of the day. Meaning, have fun. Yes, do that. But have the time and say, hey, can we talk about the future? That That's why religious people, they don't date for a long time. Like, the whole idea, it's, a, it's actually a smart idea. And then people come and they make, and they kind of ruin the whole beautiful concept by making it about money and by making it about... And basically everything that has nothing to do with marriage, they just make it about other things. Uh, family, reputation, status, money, wealth, house. Can you buy me a house, 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 Range Rover, like chill. You know, this is about looking to find a person. The money you're going to make is up to Hashem, believe it or not. The kind of life you're going to live, everything is up to Hashem. Hashem is going to pick you up like a pin and put you exactly where you're meant to be. Your, your life is in Hashem's hands. And the moment you realize that is the moment that you're going to live an easier life. You have to look for potential for growth. Potential for growth. Can you support the person that they want to become? Can you support the person that they are today? If it bothers you that a girl is not modest, then do not marry her. If it bothers you that a girl is not Shomer do not marry her. I am not bashing anyone. But what I am saying is I highly recommend to date someone who's on the same spiritual path as you. It makes sense for a guy in a white shirt and for a girl that's, that's dad's a rabbi and for, for them to get married. 
Why? Not because of how they look, because of what they want to represent. This guy wants to become a rabbi. He wants to become a Rosh Kolel. He told the girl this, his vision. And the girl already is familiar with it because she comes from a similar background. But even if she doesn't, even if her father is Lavan, it doesn't matter. Even if her father is Lavan, is a Rasha. And she wants, and, but she wants that for herself. She, she decided she went to seminary, let's say, or she worked on herself, listened to a lot of shiurim, dedicated a lot of time to Torah, and she became a religious woman. She decided, I want my husband to be a rabbi. So they're on the same page. Now, everything that they do, the kids they send, the, the yeshiva they send their kids to, the way they live, the shul they pray in, it all aligns. It's, it's aligned. But if you have a guy that wants to become a rabbi and he's marrying a girl because she's beautiful and she's in jeans and wears you know, bikinis at the beach, and like a different, not bashing again, but different, different life, different ideas of life. One is more connected to spirituality and one is more connected to materialism. Fine, I'm not judging anyone, but it just doesn't make sense. It's not about being better or worse. It's just about one person's on one path and one's on another path. This guy wants to grow this way and she wants to grow that way. How can I grow east if you're growing west? You know what's gonna happen? One is gonna give in. Usually, usually, the man gives the man gives into the girl, and if he marries a non-religious girl, he's gone. And it's a shame because this guy had so much potential, but he decided he wants to marry a girl because she's pretty, and then he lost himself in the process. And there you go, codependency 101, fights, problems because of you that I wasn't the rabbi. All, all these things, it, it just it, it, it comes to hurt you later. Dating is nice, but once you're actually in the marriage and like after the first month is over and now you're actually starting to kick into reality, if you're not marrying someone because, meaning if not, if everything is not aligned, then you're not going to, you're not going to see the fruit of your labor. You're not going to see, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see it. Regardless, my advice is to always have Hashem in your life. Always, always include Hashem in everything that you do. And Bezrat Hashem, if you live a life of Hashem and you try to live a kosher life and you're growing and you're... Whether you're there or not there or trying to be there, you're just trying. You're showing up, you know, you miss a mincha here and there, whatever, whatever it may be. But you're trying. Shem doesn't want perfect children. He wants children that are going to do their best. He wants children that are going to do their best. They're showing Hashem, Hashem, no more with the G's, no more with the Snapchat. I'm deleting it. I want to be on a serious path. If I mess up along the way here and then, fine. But like really mess ups, they, they really can't happen. And it's not that they can't happen because you're not human. You're human, you're going to make mistakes. But they can't happen if you want to actually see results. If you want to really see yourself mature and be ready for marriage and be ready for life and show Hashem that you're serious and make yourself a cliquey bull, a vessel that can receive blessing, that can receive bracha, then you have to show Hashem that you're ready for that. How do you show Him by your actions? You're showing Him, you know what, I usually stay up till 2. Now I'm going to go to sleep at 12. Go to sleep at 12. Wake up at 7, go to Minyan, learn like a regular person. Not only do you feel good, but you feel like you're actually, you know, you wake up, you go to shul, you see your friend, the boys, you're with the rabbi. What better way to start your day? Especially for people in business. What, you're, you're starting your day on fire. You know what it's like to wake up in the morning and to pray in the Amidah and to talk to Hashem and tell Him how you feel? When, in, when in, an, in, in an alternate universe, alternate reality, you're sleeping at that time, snoozing, and you wake up like, oh. Like instead of... Instead of being on top of the day, you're reacting to the day. You wake up, you're late, phone calls, problems. What, what kind of life is that? You want to wake up and be in control of the day. Wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym, get in a good workout, take a shower, go to pray. You know, pray, talk to Hashem, open up to Him, get all the emotional stuff out of the way and, and confess to Hashem. Not confess, but meaning like talk to Hashem, build a relationship. 
it's not just doing actions, it's actually building a relationship. And when you have a relationship with Hashem, nothing can touch you, nothing can break you. You're not even going to want to do all the things that you do anymore because we all have souls that are deprived. And if we fill it with the right things, then we're going to be happy and we're going to get good in our lives because we're just following Hashem's instructions. It's amazing to have a relationship with a creator that wants the most, that wants the best for you. But when you go and you do other, other measures, it just brings you down and down and down. One girl's not enough, two, three, five, ten, drugs, um, drugs and alcohol, all these different measures just to feel something. When in reality, instead of running and chasing and doing and sinning and, and this, all you have to do is stay in one place. Go to shul, put on tefillin, put on talit, say modani, like a person, thank Hashem for the morning, starting your morning with appreciation, with gratitude, with praising your creator, with building a relationship with him learning, going out to work, trying your best, opening a business, believing in yourself that you could do anything and starting your day like a person, starting and ending your day like a person. When you finish work, go play ball with the boys. You know, you can have a pool party. It doesn't have to be girls. They're dressed immodestly. Make a pool party with the rabbi. And then when you guys are done swimming and everything and you make a barbecue, the rabbi can give you a, Torah, a divert Torah. You can have kosher fun. Kosher fun is a lot of fun and it's better fun because it's fun that actually makes you feel good. It's fun that actually makes you feel energized. It's not wasting your whole Sunday on a rooftop in Manhattan with girls drinking and coming back and be like, yo, what did I just do? Now I gotta go to work tomorrow, I don't feel good. It's like, ugh, it's ugh, it's really an ugh feeling. It's like, why, chaval? As opposed, you know, you go to Deal or you go to, or you're in Brooklyn, you know, you guys go somewhere nice and you make a barbecue, you bring the rabbi, you have something inspirational with the boys and then sunset's coming, you make Mincharvi. It's like a good vibe, kosher music, Ishai Ribo. You know, Omar Adam, his good songs, Zusha, whatever it may be. There's so much, there's, 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 there's an ability to have kosher fun. There's an ability to have a good life. And this is, the better route, this is the better route to choose. Because even through fun, you can grow. Even through through life, you can grow anywhere. You can always choose between bad and good. But you just have to always strive to choose the good. I get it, it's hard. Everything is hard, yes. But if you put yourself on the right path, you're going to get a better shidduch for yourself. The whole idea of this podcast was about shidduchim. Why am I talking about you as a person? Because Shlomo HaMelech says, Some people say, okay, so you have to find yourself a wife. But the idea is, no, not me, meaning the person who is going to find the wife. What does that mean? You're going to find a wife based on your own actions. The person that you are, is going to be the person that you're going to marry. You don't chase a girl. You attract a girl. You you almost become your soulmate before you have to find your soulmate. You, and when you become your soulmate, Hashem is going to give it to you. Think about it like this. Think about it like Hashem has to trust you with the responsibility to give you a wife in order to... You're going to be able to live a, a righteous life or not a righteous life, whatever it may be. You know how hard it is to like actually do that when people are all over the place? How can Hashem give you a girl when you're one day you're here, one day you're there? How can, she, how can He give you a good girl? He's going to give you someone exactly like you. One day she's in the skirt and one day she's in the club in jeans. Like, there's people that exist like that in this community, a lot of them. So, again, Hashem is going to give you based on your actions. But the more that you work to better yourself is the better of a soulmate you're going to get, the better of a quality of a person. And, that's, and the reason why it's so important is because the, the decision that you make to get married is a once-in-a-lifetime decision. Meaning, what do I mean by that? When you get married, you get married. It's over. You cannot change. You cannot change the person that you marry. Now you have to accept them and, and to love them and to be content with the decision that you made to marry them. 
That's it. The person that you married is the person that you marry. You cannot change that. That's why it's so important to get yourself in the right state of mind, to get yourself in the right headspace, to become the best version of yourself possible. Because you can marry someone when in reality, if you would have worked on yourself for another month or two, you could have became better and you could have got a better girl because you would have been better and then you would have had a better life. Life flies. The Torah says that life flies by in the blink of an eye. Before you know it, it's over. Before you know it, it's done. That's why right now being single is the most important time because you're planting the potential of the tree that's going to grow, the tree that's going to flourish. You're planting your roots. It's the time to work on yourself the most, not to throw your life away. The reason why it's so hard is because there's so much to gain, not because there's so much to lose and throw away. You have so much value. You have so much to believe in. You have so much to achieve and to conquer and to flourish. And that life that you want to live is possible to live. But the moment that you kish all the nonsense and let Hashem into your life is the moment that everything's going to change. And you're going to find the right one. It's going to happen at the right time. Just get yourself into the right headspace. I don't want to just motivate people just to get married. No, I want to motivate people to get themselves into the best state of mind possible, the highest consciousness, the best versions of themselves. And then they're going to get the best soulmates for themselves. And ultimately, we'll have a better reality, a better world, a world where people are loving each other unconditionally and spreading kindness and love and joy and growing and working on themselves. And not only for the Jews, but for the Goyim too, to spread a light to all nations. And it all starts with saying no to temporary nonsense, to short-term fulfillment and saying yes to long-term satisfaction and to saying, Hashem, I want a relationship with you. Yes, I want things in my own life. But the moment that I let go of what I want and say yes to what you want, it's going to be better for me because you know better than I do what, 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 what this world has to bring. You know better than I do what life has to offer. And all I want is a good life. I want to get married. I want to make a living. I want to feel better. I want to make it out of my difficult times. But all the answers are in the Torah. Torah. All the answers are in the Torah. If the clubs and the girls and everything really worked, then it wouldn't, then it would work. You wouldn't have to keep going back to it. But one little teaching of the Torah can can resonate with you so much. There's so many beautiful ideas. Like yesterday, I made a video about getting, you know, getting embarrassed is actually a cleanse. Someone making fun of you is a cleanse. Everything is good in the spiritual world. Everything that you think is bad is good. A, a, a girl saying no to you, a shidduch, it's good because it's not the right one. You losing a business deal, it's good because it wasn't meant to be. You missing a parking spot, good. You getting delayed in traffic, good. I'm saving you from an accident. You don't see the whole picture in life. You only see what's in front of you. You're not married yet, good. Baruch Hashem, Hashem is preparing you or her to be the best for each other because he wants you to be happy. Hashem wants the best for you. You don't always see it because you're so filled with what I want. But hello, you're not controlling your life. You can suffer and try to control everything, but that's just going to be to your own. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna suffer to no avail. But the moment that you let go of everything and say, Hashem, you know what? You're, taking, you're, you're, you're controlling my life. You're doing what's best for me. I, I trust you. But we have to work on ourselves, guys. We cannot keep failing. Women, you have to work on your modesty. As much resentment as you may have and as much as you may have gotten turned off and as much as you may not even feel a connection to it, you have to try. Because Hashem woke you up this morning to try. If there's one thing that you do, if you're, even if you're super turned off and everything, look for a reason. Try. It, it's, it's worth it to try. What are you, 18, 20, 30, 40? Like, your life's not over yet. And even, if, even though you may never do it, it's worth it to say, hey, what's, what's this whole thing about? <clears throat> Just look for answers and you may love them and you may not. But if you try, what do you hurt? 
what, 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 what do you lose to try? You're willing to try ice cream. You're willing to try pizza. You're willing to try new restaurants. You're willing to try new vacations and new experiences, but you're not willing to try to have an attempt at a, at a life of, of true meaning and satisfaction and purpose. You're not willing to give yourself a better life. You're not willing to give yourself a chance at something more. You're willing to try all these experiences and you're willing to try clubs and throwing yourself and ruining your name and killing your whole identity, but you're not willing to try to at a life of something more. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying to just be open to a better life, a life that can include modesty, a life that can include for a guy, not actually not watching porn and not wasting seed and not throwing his life away, actually living a life of purpose and being a responsible adult. It's, it's possible to have something more. And the reason why I talk about these two things for both of you, for, for both men and women, is because these are the two most important things. A girl not being, in her mo- not being in tune with her modesty can throw her life away. And a guy wasting seed can throw his life away. Ultimately, the whole idea is to have oneness. And when you have oneness with yourself and with each other as a, spa- as a couple, th- the world can touch you. Then everything else comes. Then comes the Shabbat and the dinners and the, and, the, and the children and the learning Torah and the peace of mind. But when you're, when, you're, when you're playing around with sexual immorality, everything else falls apart. Everything else falls apart. You're, you're cheating on your wife or you're upset because your wife is, is, is having a lot of guys look at her and, you feel, and you, you're feeling jealous, which you're supposed to feel. It's normal to feel jealous. Your life falls apart when you don't bring holiness into the relationship. The Shekhinah leaves. If you want to have a successful relationship before you're married and when you're married and your entire life, <coughs> you have to make a daily effort to strive to be better and to connect to Hashem. Because Hashem says, Barati Yetzahara, Barati Tavlin. I created evil in the world, Hashem says. I, but I created a cure. The cure is the Torah. The more you connect to the Torah and you make yourself one with the Torah and you connect with everything that the Torah has to say, and you do it slowly, slowly at a pace that's healthy for you. I'm not saying to jump and be religious. I'm saying to open your mind to it, to try it, and to work on your character traits and to work on becoming a better person and, and, and doing more for your society and fixing all the bad relationships in your lives and looking to find meaning in them and always looking for the good perspective in things in life. You're going to have a better life and things are going to come together. Bezrat Hashem, I want to wish you all to get married and to find the right one and to overcome yourself and to become the best versions of yourself possible in order to find the best soulmate for yourself possible. Become the one before finding the one. Have a great day and I wish you all to have nothing but success in your lives because I love you all and I pour my heart out to you guys every time I make a podcast, a video or anything for that matter. Every time I see you in the street, I want nothing more but to make the world a better place and I understand that if I want to make the world a better place, I have to work on myself and make my world a better place and then it's going to... Like a domino effect spread out to the whole world. Have a great day, guys.